drink cinema. Jeez. Welcome to Two Drink Cinema. We are two brothers. I was going to say drinking two movies. We can drink movies. Uh, we can dance if we want to. Sorry. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time and previewing movies as we do every Thursday or Friday. Friday. I'm Lee. I'm Brett. <laughs> I just forgot everything to do with our introduction. Yeah. But I'm okay. We're pushing sure. on. This is the thing with... We're, we're out of schedule. This is a Saturday afternoon instead of a Sunday evening that we're uh. recording. Um, and it's hot this week. It's been an incredibly hot and humid week. It has. And we're all a little bit the worse for it. Damn yep. La Nina. Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are previewing this week... Uh, a pretty cult classic. Oh, yeah. And in terms of cult, it is big. Gen X, huge. Oh, if you're between the ages of, I reckon, 35 and 45, this movie, yeah. maybe a bit maybe older because I haven't seen it. Yeah. If you're between the ages of 40 and 46 and a half, this is absolutely like your movie. This is like my childhood was made by... The Princess the Bride. The Princess Bride. I have not seen it, which is why we had to alter it from 35 to 40, because yeah. I am between 35 and 45. Um, Brett has not seen it either, I've but I decided it. that he can do the preview work. I've seen it once. Okay. Um, we are going to see it at the cinema because they're doing a special 35th anniversary uh, re-showing. Oh my god, you've got the gear right. And we, Brett's going to be a third wheel. Yep. Because they're showing it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. I've been a third wheel on Valentine's Day before. Which also happens to be a Monday, which is my usual date night with the husband. I can sit, like, somewhere else in the cinema. Like, I don't no. have to sit right next to you. No. I can like sit in the corner of the cinema by myself on, on Valentine's Shane, Day. Shane is smack bang in the middle of the wheelhouse for this one. Yeah. So he'll be all about the movie, not about me. Yeah. We've also been together for like Too over long. a decade. And so Valentine's Day isn't really a thing. There's no, so. romance. There's no romance left. It's been 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> the Princess Bride is a 1987 American film directed and co-produced by Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Starring Kerry Yule's Robin Wright, which I didn't know. Mandy Patinkin, Chris Sarandon. Is that any relation to Susan? Yeah, it's a Wallace Shawn. That sounds like he, they got the name the wrong way around. Wallace Shawn is that weird little guy. Yeah. It, he sounds like his name's around the wrong he's way. He's like the guy you get if you can't afford Danny Zavito. He's different, though. Very different. Character actor. We love character actors. Yeah. Wallace Shawn, Sean Wallace, Andre the Giant, and Christopher Guest. Sean Wallace changes it from Wallace Shawn is a short, funny character actor, right? Yes. Sean Wallace is an NBA player. He's not really, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Sean Wallace. I thought you were going to say like an NBA graduate accountant. No. <laughs> Sean Wallace and partners. No. Sean Wallace and sons. No. No. Anyway, you've done all the research for that. I just oh, yeah. read that off Wikipedia. So. Basically, 
old man reads his grandson a story. And what I know is he says something and says, prepare to die at the end of it. Yeah, there's a famous quote of yep. Manti Patinkin. Okay. Being in, 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 in Indigo, not Indigo. Inigo Montoya. Inigo, Inig- I can't say it. Montoya. <laughs> Mr. Montoya. So you've seen it once. I've seen it once. What do you remember? Because I remember thinking it was nice, but I didn't know what all the fuss was about. Okay, because we need to set up the M of Chad S. Minquo. I remember it def- it's all fantasy kind of in the clouds fairy tale there's a short guy and a big dude and robin hood and robin hood men in tights was there and i was like is that robin right she's pretty that's she's still pretty but she's like pretty pretty she's not like a bitch a bitch house of cards yeah gonna kill the president yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's pretty much all i remember so you remember that it's a fantasy kind of, bit of film, like you know, sword and sword fighting, sword fighting and shit. A bit medieval, which is where yeah. princesses are medieval from. fantasy, except for Princess Kate Middleton. Thing I don't really remember. <laughs> I don't really remember the beginning, the middle, or the end. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know what so I mean? Like I don't remember when we get what to the, actually happens in the story. When we get the end of our review episode, this is not going to have on the Minquo score a very high memorability. Yeah, well, if I've score. only seen it once, you know that also can affect it. Yeah, I feel sorry for the movies that we both haven't seen. Yeah, because on the memorability scale, they're going to be low. It's all right. We'll but work it out. The nostalgia factor for everybody else is high for this one. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't really a movie we watched when we were kids. Like, No. I wasn't watching this. I was watching bloody The Land Before Time. and I think we're five to ten years too young Yeah, for this movie. Yeah. But, what else you know, can you tell us about it? What can I tell you about it? Um... <laughs> Not much, potentially. Oh, uh, it's. I think it's just a cult thing. Like awards wise, it didn't really do much. One of the songs was nominated for an Oscar for best original song. Whatever. Did Robin Wright sing it? Yeah. Um, no. Um, AFI stuff. It yes. was like one of these movies that we keep watching that's just been nominated. Oh yeah. <laughs> like the list of a hundred greatest comedies. It was nominated. Um, the best quotes. Was nominated. nominated. Uh, the top ten top fantasy films was just nominated. I feel like in terms but of quotes, it, it did it's, make it's just that one quote. It's just that one quote. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Okay, spoiler alert. Yeah, one um, quote. Yeah, but it's like it wasn't even a big box office success. Well, I think that's what that's one of the things that can make it a cult film. Like the budget was sixteen million dollars. That's a lot in 1987. And it made $30 million. Oh, that's not good. At the US and Canada. Okay. So, but Rotten Tomato Critics, the film holds a 98% approval rating based on 80 reviews and an average rating of 8.4 out of 10. In the Rotten Tomatoes, is the approval rating just the thumbs up and down? Yeah, sure. I, I, yeah. Because yeah. 97% but 8.4 average. Yes. So ninety-seven. Of, so it's not nine point eight out of ten. Yeah, ninety-eight percent of people think 
yes, I approve of this movie. Yeah. But they give it an average of 8.4. So you can give it a 5, but still approve of the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I'll allow it. Cool. Okay, good. You, you're <laughs> up with that? I finally worked out what Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> is all about. A year into having a movie podcast. Um, interestingly. Oh, yes. Um, it was tried to make be, get made before. So the writer, William Goldman, yep. who also wrote the book that it's based on. Yes. Um, he tried to get it made in the 70s. Oh, okay. Because um, Fox paid like 500 grand. Yeah, that's, that's a number. Um, yep. For the screenplay. And then they signed on someone to direct and it was almost made. But then the head of Fox was fired and the project would just went, was like, no, nope, done. Then oh, okay. the writer bought back the rights to his own fucking story. Cheaper. <laughs> Hope he didn't pay 500 grand to get it back because it's secondhand then. Yeah. Um, and then other... And then other people tried to make it, other directors like Robert Redford. Um, This does not strike me as a Robert Redford movie. And then also Christopher Reeve was almost going to play the main guy who's um, Carrie... Carrie Ulls. How are we saying his name? Ulls. Elwes. The guy from Saw. Yeah. Robin Hood, Many Tights. Yes. Um, That's the only thing I know him from. Um, But then Rob Reiner came on board... Later on, and got financial backing. Um, after, um, he also got the same guy who funded him that did Spinal Tap. Oh, okay. Then they did it, and they adapted the book into a screenplay. Hmm. Mm. I think this was the year after Labyrinth. Okay. So I feel like Labyrinth probably helped it be like. Yeah, we can do a bit of kind of medieval fantasy type stuff, mm, mm. but in a more comedic sense. Yeah. Kerry Ulls was in Days of Thunder oh. as a rival of Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. Then he was in Mel Brooks' Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yep. He was in Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Mm. Then he was in The Crush, The Jungle Book, Twister, Liar Liar, oh. Kiss the Girls. He's done quite a varied range of movies. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's all downhill from Robin Hood Men in Tights because that is the greatest Robin Hood movie ever made. True. Sorry, Errol. You know about Saw? I know about Saw. Okay. He, the budget was a million dollars. It grossed over $100 million. Yeah. It's one of like the highest... Conversion rates. Yeah, like Blair Witch is up there too because that was just, you know, people running in the woods with a camcorder. That's crazy. But yeah. like even like when you think of Blair Witch, you think it's simple. Yes. Right? But there's a lot of other shit in Saw. Yeah. Like there's other scenes and there's the two-way mirror and then there's a little creepy guy on the bike. That, you know, that, plus, bike, that bike would be pretty expensive. Plus... The money to it reattach Carrie Eel's foot. Yeah. Like and Danny Glover Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. He's not cheap. No. Like obviously Lee Winnell's cheap because it's his movie. Yeah. And so Carrie Eel's is cheap because I don't know what he did. Well, we did Twister. Yeah, but then like <laughs> that's like ten years earlier. That's true. Anyway. Eight years earlier. 
Speaking of Kara Yules, yes, if that's how we're saying his name, we are. Um, he was cast quite quickly and early on in the piece. Um, they did hire. They did. Um, how rude is this, right? They auditioned other actors, but but like they always knew it was going to be him. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you wasting time? Other people's time. How rude is that? Like, they could, Sean yeah. Penn could have been out there being like, oh, I could be in this thing. You never had a chance. I don't know why Sean Penn, but probably because Robin Wright Penn. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Robin's like, I'm, I'm kind of dating this guy. Do you reckon you give him a go? Like, Weird. Yeah, we can audition him, but we're still choosing Kerry Ulls. Yeah. Does, um, is that like we wanted him the whole time, but auditioned others until we confirmed him? Maybe. It just said they were... Audition other actors for Wesley. They knew Yules was perfect for the part. Okay, maybe I read that. <laughs> anyway, I'll edit that out. Other for you people if you like. that were um, cast early on. Oh, okay, yeah. Were Mandy Bittinken. Yes. And Chicago Sh- Hope. Sean Wallace. Yep. Um, Wallace Sean. And then he was particularly chosen because he's small. The small guy. Yes. Yes. Doy. Um, and then because he hangs around a lot with the giant. Andre so the giant. Trying to be. What? Yep. Uh, but Danny DeVito was also considered. Oh, there you go. There you go. Too fat. The, um, Not that I know the character, but. <laughs> um, for the giant. Yes. When they were originally looking to make it in the 70s. Yep. Um, the first choice was Andre the giant. But his re- his wrestling schedule, oh, he couldn't yeah, fit tough. it in. It's tough. So his second choice was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, in the seventies. Yeah, who at the time was an unknown actor. Yeah, but by the time they finally greenlit the movie, yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger was too expensive. Too expensive. Because <laughs> what nineteen eighty seven? He'd already done, you know. A Terminator. A Terminator and the Conan, Predator and all that Conan, shit. Conan, Predator. Yeah. Yeah, he was big. He hadn't then, done a kindergarten cop yet, so he wasn't funny yet. Andre the Giant then, again, couldn't do it because he had a wrestling match in Tokyo that was going to pay him $5 million. Oh. Um, so then they they auditioned other tall people. They like could have Kareem the- Abdul-Jabbar and Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> they should have got the guy that played Darth Vader in the suit, not yeah, James L. Yeah. Jones. Yeah. Um, they also auditioned Liam Neeson, but he was turned down because of his height. Why audition him? What is going on with the auditioning He's of this short. Film? He's too short. They auditioned... Can you imagine that, being Liam Neeson and being told you're too short? He's not a short man. No, but the casting director's like, we're going to cast Carrie Eels, but let's audition all these other blokes. Yeah. We need a tall person, someone that's like someone six, six foot five, eight, six, six. Yeah. Let's audition Liam Neeson. He's 6'1". Six six yeah, 6'2". You know we'll see what dumb. happens. It's a bit dumb. Um, but but then... also, like, his acting is very good, right? Yeah, Liam yeah, Neeson. Yeah. So, obviously, they auditioned him and he would have nailed the acting and they still went, oh, yeah, but we still need height. Yeah, it's like in The Simpsons, you know, when they're all auditioning to be Fallout Boy and Bart does a really good audition. Yeah. And really good audition. He's like, you're the new Fallout Boy, is what I'd be saying to you if we went quarter <laughs> an inch too short. Like, anyway. Then they um, have the old man stunt double. Yeah. Jiminy Jellicers. Um, Mickey Rooney. Anyway, but then uh, Andre the Giant's wrestling match got cancelled, so then he could do it. 
Oh, great. I don't know if it got paid $5 million. Yeah, I was going to say, not $5 million. anyway, the one they auditioned for the most was the role of um, the Princess Bride, or Buttercup, as she is also known. Robin Wright. She did audition later. Okay. So, um, about a week before filming, oh, they cast Robin Wright. I think she was right for the part. Hey. Um, they got tried to get a few um, English actresses, but they were like, nah. Um, so, other people that also auditioned were Uma Thurman, oh. Meg Ryan, Sean Young, who is that, you know, just one of those, they all look the same. Yes. You know. Uh, Susie Amos, Courtney Cox, Alexandra Paul. I don't really know her either. And Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Interesting. I think it would have been interesting to have her in it. And then the possibility is it also could have been like, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, like twins. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito and Whoopi Goldberg. Very different film, I think. Yeah, yeah. I would have actually loved... And you've recast Carrie Eels as Sean Penn. Very yeah, different yeah. film. I would have also <laughs> loved to see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in there somewhere. But, you know, you can't all do it. You can't have them all. Yeah, so... $16 million of the budget, which was the budget, is now... Twenty th- almost or twenty three million dollars. That's not bad. Oh, no, thirty nine million dollars, an but, increase of twenty three million. So forty million dollars is not bad. Yeah, they and shot they, a lot of it in England and Ireland, and they took what thirty point nine. So let's say thirty one, just for the ease of my typing. Sure. Thirty one million dollars is now seventy six million dollars. That's not too bad. That sounds better. It's not a huge. Increase still, but I feel like the take home and the streaming and all of that would be oh, yeah, significantly higher. Yeah. Speaking of the streaming, where can people watch it so they have watched it before we, we review you it? You can watch it on Stan, on Stan, which is where in a lot of classic Aus- movies are in Australia, in Australia. If you're in the US, sort your own shit out. If you're listening to this on the Patreon, you're getting this quite early. You could quite possibly get this before the 14th of February. The Astor Theatre is showing it on the 14th of Feb. So if you're on the Patreon, we'll be there. If you want to be my... I'm putting this out as a date. If you want to be my date (laughs) so I don't have to third wheel. Any listeners out there that want to be a last-minute date for Brett for Monday? I will buy you popcorn. And a choc top. The Astor choc tops are good too. Um, that's all. That's all. That's all you get. That's all our Popcorn budget from Maybe Chad S. Minquo extends to. Yeah. Thank you, Brett, for doing all of the research on the Princess Bride nineteen eighty seven. Drinking. Yes. Um, in twenty twenty, a bar themed after the film. Yeah. Um, opened in Chicago. Took a time. And the menu features 16 themed cocktails. So, oh, might have to look into that and see what we can make for we'll find recording. One. We'll make one on the recording evening. Yes. Excellent. That's some more research for you to do. Thank you for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. We will be back on Tuesday with our review of The Princess Bride. Hope you get to watch it over the weekend. 
Uh, All of our links to everything that I usually say at this point are in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Two Drink Cinema. Thank you, Brett. Bye. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.